Welcome to Excelsior, and here's your host, Britley. What? Bum ba bum ba bum. Hi, Evan. Hey, Britley. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. So I'm with Evan, who is the casting and production manager. Casting and company manager. <gasps> casting and company manager for NTC, which is the National Theater for Children, which is a <laughs> touring theater that travels to schools all across the country and we've got an office in Australia too that does shows there and in New Zealand and performs free educational shows in schools. Very cool. And what what was okay, what was the original place for the company? Cuz was it here? Uh, it's always been in the Twin Cities. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's been here for 43 years now, I think. Wow. And you've been with them for seven, right? For seven, yeah. I've been up here full-time for just over four years now, but with the company for seven, yeah. Cool. So you've been in the Twin Cities for four years? Yeah. And then how did you get involved with NTC in the beginning? So the way that NTC works is they hire actors from all over the country, and that's my job right now is that I'm the one that goes to all these audition auditions. We do hire people local to the Twin Cities, especially for some of the stuff we're doing now, but... Generally speaking, when we are in our full touring schedule, we're hiring actors from all over the country. We go to big auditions in Memphis and down in the Southeast and hold local auditions in cities up in the Northeast and stuff like that and go to different theater conferences. And so I went to one of those that was being held in Atlanta that year and auditioned for the company and ended up getting a tour and first toured in January of 2014 and cool. did a handful of tours and then eventually they needed someone new in the office so I packed up my busted old Chevy Cavalier <laughs> and drove up here and started up here. Nice. Do you like it here? I do, yeah. It's cool. I could use a little shorter winters, but other than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the winters here can get harsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. I don't mind that they're harsh. It's just if they could be like not six months, I think oh, that would yeah. do it for me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like spring is really exciting. It is. That's true. Yeah. But and then so- <laughs> fall is like, ooh, it looks nice out, but I know it's coming. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, fall. It's really nice, but it's gonna snow in two weeks probably. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do everything now, quick. I know that's how I feel right now, but yeah, that's so that's great. I really like um, the company, the theater company, because it actually is educational for children. And that's really cool. Um, now, how many, like, because you do, you're doing live streaming right now. Yeah. Um, but that, that's new for, for you guys, right? Yeah. So we, we just started doing that in last fall when we couldn't get into schools anymore, obviously, sure. because of the ongoing pandemic and stuff like that. So schools weren't, most of them in session and the ones that were, weren't letting outside people in. So we kind of pivoted our business model and started doing live streams instead so we recorded like the educational points and videos and then those are kind of spliced into a live host and a live tech who stitch everything together and take questions from students and teachers watching and stuff and can kind of interact with them that way yeah that's cool so so when you do the like before when you did the live theaters you actually did interact and like kind of you were educators at the same time yeah so yeah the way that the live shows work is it's a two-person show and it teaches one educational concept so it's usually either like 
energy conservation or electrical safety or financial literacy are the three big ones we do. We do some other smaller ones too. I've done uh, one about voting before. I've done um, a natural disaster one before and stuff like that as well. So different things, but it's usually just one topic. And then it's two actors and one of them is the like through character. So they're kind of driving the story and they're the person who kind of stands in for the kids in the audience and stuff like that. And they're like yeah. learning along the journey. And then the other actor plays three or four different characters in the show. So they're wow. running back and forth behind the scene and they're changing into different costumes and playing different characters cool. and stuff like that. So it's, it's a lot of fun to do both. You really get the kids on your side if you're the one character, but it's a lot of fun to yeah. play four different characters in 25 minutes too. My gosh, yeah. fun. <laughs> that is so cool. Is that what you used to do before you got into this role? Yeah, so yeah, I did. Uh, my first tour, I was the the single character. So I was uh, Sheriff Cary Gooper. Um, <laughs> was, so I was a You'd make a good sheriff. Yeah. I, I shaved everything, just had the just yeah. had the mustache for it too, so it was good. Um, and so I did that one with my friend Shelby, and we did that down in... Cincinnati and then down in the Carolinas we toured that show cool. and then I've done other ones too some alien themed ones some space themed ones so they all just like have like a fun theme too whoa yeah did you educate people about UFOs yes but was, it wasn't the main topic but yeah. it was just a side effect yeah really <laughs> fun I love that I love alien stuff um so what is the age group that you usually have most of our stuff is for elementary school kids, so that's the bulk of what we do is K through 5, K through 6, depending where you are. So that's a lot of the shows, but we do have stuff for middle school that we do quite a bit. This uh, We've got a tour that just came in and started rehearsing today, which is our first tour back in 18 months. And so they're going to do a middle school financial literacy show. Cool. So they will be in Iowa and North Dakota doing that show. Financial literacy. Yeah. That's like a big topic for yeah. elementary school. Yeah. So this one's a middle school one. So this oh, is, middle yeah. School, yeah. So this is grades six through eight. So they'll teach them. Those are a little different. They're like split up into four little sketches instead of being like one through storyline. So there's like one about... Uh, making sure you save money and the difference between debit and credit and like putting money away and paying yourself first and stuff like that. So, nice. Yeah. I wish I had that. That's what everyone says when they do the tour. <laughs> They're like, oh, I wish I would have known this a decade ago when I was in middle school. It would have saved me a lot of grief in like college, you know? Right? I know. <laughs> and I feel like middle schoolers listen. They yeah. absorb it. I yeah. feel like I remember stuff. I remember writing checkbooks, like learning at a young age. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's awesome. So um, what is your favorite topic that you've done? Um, the favorite topic that I've done is probably the the energy conservation is a lot of fun because it's the one we do the most. So it's got like the most different shows that we do. But okay. um, I did a the emergency preparedness one was really fun. I did a pilot program here in the Twin Cities for it when we first wrote that show. So I got to do that one, and it's probably finally going to tour this spring, which is nice because yeah. we did it two falls ago so it was supposed to tour uh right when everything was shutting down and it's never actually like gone on a full tour before and that one's for southern california so it's uh oh, wow more centered on wildfires right now than it was when we did like the pilot of it but yeah oh very cool yeah that's really cool um now do you do like you've mentioned a lot of places that you've gone or you stream at do you stream anywhere in minnesota oh <laughs> uh, we do so okay. we we stream um right now we do one for northern minnesota uh and that one that one's going to be a tour this fall as well so those oh, cool. those guys will be in the beginning of november and they will 
uh, be on a short tour. They'll go up there and do an electrical safety show up in uh, like Superior area up there, oh, cool. up near Duluth and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Now, now, when you say like the streaming, you pre-record this theater show, right? Is that like like you film it? Um, in like, is it like where your building is? You have like a space where you do everything. Yeah. So uh, we have one big studio in in our office that we use for filming. Mm-hmm. So we film a lot of stuff in there, and so we, all of our live streams have the pre-recorded element. So there's like a story that goes through. So it's either superheroes or pirates or for some of the like middle and high school stuff it's more real life kind of stuff for them and then cool. uh, those are spliced in to a live host and a live technician who are also teaching and doing activities with the students and answering right. questions as we go through too. Very cool. That's, that must be a whole like that's a lot of work. Yeah so yeah, yeah. it's spent a lot of the last two months building those presentations and our video editing team spent a lot of time editing sound and editing video for those and getting those ready and then building those OBS presentations and stuff to get those ready to broadcast. So, so when these kids watch it, are they in their own homes? Are they like all in a classroom or both? Yeah, it depends. It depends what, what their school's doing. The way it's set up is we send a link out to the school. So sometimes it's a teacher sharing it to the whole classroom so it's 20 kids in a classroom watching it all on the projector and sometimes they're each watching it on their own Chromebook at their desk in the same classroom or they're still learning from home so they can watch it from there as well so it's it's nice that it allows them different opportunities and everyone can absorb it however they are learning these days wow yeah I just that blows my mind figuring <laughs> that out you yeah. know like yeah okay that's wild so do you wish that you uh, were educated this way when you were younger? Um, I like our, our touring shows, and it is cool to do the live streams as well. I, yeah, I think these are great things. It's not something that ever like came to my school when I was younger, because um, mm-hmm. the way the, the shows work is that they're free educational shows to school, but the way that works is that they're sponsored by a company, so mm-hmm. uh, either an electric company or a bank or a local city or a water company or something like that are the ones who actually like pay for the show and then like the schools get it for free so it's cool like that but it does kind of limit like where they can go sometimes because they want them in their service area which is fair yeah yeah well okay so what is your favorite educational video from when you were a child from when i was a child oh i really liked mr rogers a lot really yeah yeah he was good or what about bill nye yeah bill nye yeah or um, what's that one with like the the sing along cartoon? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't remember the name of it. It's really old though. I can't think of any like of the, the names. Bill yeah. like passing the bill and stuff. Oh, the the the. Why can't I think of it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The Schoolhouse Rock stuff. Yes, yeah. Schoolhouse Rock. I love that. <laughs> Because I feel like, so I feel like what you guys are doing is kind of like the next generation of that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, but that's awesome. Um, so so now you are moving to back to doing live um, live stuff, right? Hopefully, yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of the plan, yeah. So we've got a, a couple, two or three going out this fall that'll be the test to get things back live. And then if st- stuff stays, keeps progressing like it seems like it is, then we'll start to go more live in the winter and spring and then hopefully by next fall be back to a full live schedule 
cool. And do you guys have, because I know you said you were touring, so do you guys have, like, now you send people to different places to do live, or is it just, like, it's not just local, right? Like, you have a touring group. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's we, we bring in the actors, so the way that the rehearsal process works is uh, once the actors are cast and they're ready to start, we fly them up here for a week of rehearsal, so they're here in town for a week. They're not necessarily all, like, Twin Cities actors. The two we have in today are from Philadelphia, so they'll be here for a week. They flew in this morning, and so they'll have rehearsal all this week, and then they'll get their car, and they'll drive to North Dakota, and they'll be down in Iowa, and then they'll come back just before Thanksgiving and fly home. But yeah, they'll be on the road for five or six weeks just touring and doing shows, doing... Do you uh, cast them over live video, or like, do they send in videos? uh, Yeah, so it depends. A lot of stuff the past year and a half has been recorded stuff, so all the auditions and festivals we normally go to has just been recorded videos and stuff people sending those in and talking to those people um, via zoom and chat and stuff like that Uh, the two that are in are two of our actors that have toured a bunch for us in the past so they've done i think this is their eighth tour that they've done with us and so they they know the drill and they've they've done a ton of these before so yeah. Do you ever have children in your like as actors or not? Not in our touring shows ever. Sure. Uh, some of some of the videos that we we've recorded this summer have some children in them. Okay. Um, yeah, because I guess I mean, kids they gotta go to school. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take a kid out of school and then have them educate other kids. <laughs> I did have someone ask me once, "Hey, can me and my husband do a tour, but we're just gonna split one part and bring our kid with us on the tour?" Oh, it's like mm, uh, I don't I don't <laughs> think that'll work. Uh, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's awkward for your other tour partner who's just sharing a car with a family of three for right? <laughs> six yeah. weeks. That's, oh, yeah. Six weeks? Yeah. yeah, that would be hard. Oh, my gosh. So, um, so you, your job is to, like, choose the cast, right? Yeah. So you watch a lot of videos of people and talk to people and coordinate with them? I do, yeah. I've been watching a lot of screening videos for one of the big auditions we go to, uh, United Professional Theater audition up to uh, in Memphis every year. Oh, it's cool. uh, like the first weekend of February every year. So I've been watching a lot of screening videos for those auditions. I think I've watched about 670 of those in the past like month or so. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> do you get tired? Like, do you have like key things you look for now and key things that you're like, uh, I don't know, that's not good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's just for those, it's more kind of just like, is this objectively a good audition? Because I'm not just watching. For me, I'm watching for like all the companies that would be at UPTA. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like um, screening basically to see like who gets in and who doesn't get in and stuff like that. So that's what these are. But yeah, definitely when I'm casting, it's just kind of like at this point, I've watched thousands and thousands of auditions over the past few years. And it's just. Have you oh. ever seen some that are really comical? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really intentionally comical and really not intentionally comical, mm-hmm. too, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's, there's definitely stuff that I look for. It's like, oh, this person like has this on their resume, or like, yeah. oh, this person's worked at this theater with a friend of mine, so I can like ask them about that sure. and stuff like that too. And that's kind of nice. You probably go for those first. Yeah. It's like referrals. Yep. And, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, I feel like you get tired out like watching all those videos. I know I would. Like. Yeah. It, it's. I have to do it in in spurts. You know, I can't. Sure. I, <laughs> I can't sure. do a ton of them at once, especially with the videos. The live auditions are a little easier to watch just because mm-hmm. it's kind of like in person and when we go to up to this february and watch all those auditions it's a four-day audition thing and it's mm-hmm. like four straight 15-hour days just oh, watching wow. auditions and doing callbacks and 
talking to people. So yeah, like the way it works is everyone gets 90 seconds to do their audition. So they can either do a monologue or like a monologue and a song or two monologues or whatever they want to do with their 90 seconds. And then all the companies that are there, there's usually 80 to 100 companies there casting their upcoming season. They write down who they liked and who they want to see again. And you send that in and they see their numbers and they come and they sign up for a callback on your door. So then you get 15, 20 minutes to like actually talk with them and see what kind of person they are for more than 90 seconds at a time. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, it's, it's a long weekend. It's yeah, I bet. How do you stay awake? Coffee and donuts? Yeah. The, the theater that sponsors it, the Playhouse on the Square down in Memphis, they have a nice cooler of Red Bull for the company reps, (gasps) which is really nice. Yeah. (laughs) So I always get up and get my Starbucks from the, from the cafe right at the, at the hotel and then ride over and then like Usually have a couple Red Bulls to like get uh, through yeah. the day and one to get me through the night, take it back with me. And oh my gosh, yeah, it's, you kind of have to. It's long days, yeah. It's like yeah. 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. Every, every oh day. Oh my gosh, <laughs> 8 a.m. to 2 a.m.? Yeah. Ooh, do you, you get breaks though, right? Yeah, yeah, we like take a dinner break and then like the last couple hours is just kind of like schmoozing and socializing and stuff. So if you were to like, if like what is the best look? Like, would you want if somebody wanted to get chosen like right away in the morning in the middle of the day or at the at night like when like I feel like that matters that's a good question yeah I think I think you kind of want to be the like 10 30 group the 10 30 okay. a.m group because you don't want to be like first but you don't want to be right before lunch and you definitely don't want to be right after lunch oh, you know yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah Okay, 10.30, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I think 10.30. So anyone who's trying to get a slot, yeah. get a 10.30 Ask for slot. that 10.30 slot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be 1 a.m. 10.30 on Saturday or Sunday, that's that's the slot to have. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> that Yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're hungry, you're like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Quicker, talk <laughs> yeah. quicker. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so you have been doing this for a while, and what got you into theater? Um. The first time I really like did like an actual theater show was when I was in middle school and they were doing South Pacific at the high school I was at. It was like a ju- junior senior high school, so it was grades 8 through 12 and they or 7 through 12 and they needed more dudes for South Pacific cuz it's all about the army and World War 2 and stuff. So you just need a lot of a lot of dudes for that show <laughs> and it's I went to a school I graduated with a class of like 55, so there's just like oh not a lot of people around in yeah. general and not a lot of dudes so so you would say you got drafted i got ah, <laughs> i got oh. drafted <laughs> so yeah I, I did that and then it was fun i had a good time and i'd done like small shows like in elementary school before where you just kind of like everyone's like on stage like singing yeah. and stuff did yeah. one called the the granny awards where i played the big bad wolf that was my first show oh, actually oh cool yeah You're the big bad wolf yeah oh. i had a turned inside out sweatsuit the first the first performance for the gray, the gray fuzz of the wolf. Yes, that's And then someone's hilarious. like, oh, I've got a wolf suit. And then someone brought, like, a big, like, fuzzy wolf suit for the second show. Whoa. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's not going to cut it. Got that, that does... upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, awesome. But, yeah, so then that first show was when I was in eighth grade and then did shows all through high school and went to college at Purdue University back home and started studying communications. I wasn't studying theater when I started. And then I was taking I was going to do a theater minor so I was like taking a a theater appreciation class which is like the big theater lecture class and as part of that class you um the cast from the shows that Purdue's putting on they come in and they like 
do like a talk back. So you have to go see the shows and then the cast comes in and tells you about the show and different stuff like that. So there was someone in one of the shows that when I was taking that class, whose name is Nick Papamilakis, um, and he was double majoring in theater and communications at the time. Oh, wow. So I like talked to him afterwards and I was like, how is it to double major? He's like, nah, it's fine. So I double majored and oh. then we became good friends. And then a year later he dropped his double major and only did theater, but it was, it was fun. That's so cool. So, so you kind of thought of theater as kind of like secondary at first and you thought you like would go do something else. What, what did you like, what did you want to do for work? Did you think you would be doing this? I didn't know. I thought what I thought I wanted to do was like kind of like news stuff, mm-hmm. just kind of like um, working in broadcasting. And I mean, ideally, what I wanted to do was to be like a sports anchor on the news, like something you have like a great that. Voice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to do, but it was just kind of something that by the time I graduated college, I was more like specialized into doing theater instead of like Mm -hmm. doing broadcasting stuff and then I didn't you had to do like you have to do like an unpaid internship and I was like I don't want to do an unpaid internship no No, it's lame yeah (laughs) it's a joke (laughs) that's so cool and then so you heard about this um this position but you were an actor at first a traveling actor I was so you um what do you call it? Auditioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you auditioned and you got chosen right away. Is that how, how did that process go? Yeah. So yeah, I was doing one of these, like we call them cattle call auditions. So it's just like a bunch of people like auditioning at once. And I did that audition and uh, met with Pat, who's our uh, COO now, but he was doing the casting at the time. And he uh, got to talk to him and then ended up getting to tour. That was, that would have been like September. And then, so the following January would be like the next season and I got to tour then and oh wow fun yeah did very fun did five or six tours and then uh they needed someone full-time in the office and I was somewhere else on a contract and ended up finishing that contract on a Sunday and driving home to change out what I had in my car on a Monday and driving up here on Tuesday and starting on Wednesday oh my gosh yeah the life on the road yeah did you love it I did, yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you're that, like, when you're young, it's great. Yeah. It's like a perfect, yeah. And then, um, so how many states have you performed in? I think it's close to 30. That's exciting. 25 to 30, somewhere in there, yeah. That's a lot. And I know you said, so what was your favorite? My favorite one I did was probably the Nevada one I did. So it was three weeks in Nevada, so it was a week up in Reno, and then driving all the way down from Reno to Las Vegas, which is like an eight-hour drive with not much in between. Cool. And then two weeks in Vegas doing shows there and then driving back. That one was a lot of fun. Living the life. Yeah. Did you, what did you do for fun when you were there? Uh, did you, like, gamble or get to go out, or were you just, like, all work? No, we got to go out and, like, gamble and do some, like, fun Las Vegas stuff sometimes, yeah. too, because it's just, like, the cool thing about the tours is that you're performing in schools, so mm-hmm. your work day kind of ends at 3 o'clock every day, mm-hmm. so it's nice that you can still kind of, like, experience a place where you are, especially if you're one of the tours that's not driving everywhere all the time. Some of them are drivier, and you're going to be driving all over Iowa for your whole tour, but that one was just in Vegas, so cool. Yeah. So you kind of kind of felt like um, a break almost, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I always tell people like it's cool in the tours where you can kind of live like a local for a while because 
you'll get to be somewhere that you might not have ever known you wanted to be or mm-hmm. that you never planned to be and you get four weeks in Durham, North Carolina or like yeah. six weeks in like Cincinnati, Ohio and it's like, ah, who cares about that? But then you like find stuff you like and you like get your own spots and stuff and it's kind of cool. cool. Like, like you got to get to know where you're at. Yeah. It's exciting to get to know the city. Ooh. Um, so <laughs> you like you like coffee I know we talked, we did a photo shoot. You yeah. did coffee and donuts. Coffee and donuts. Yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah. Or do you like coffee? Are you a coffee shop person? I do, yeah. Um, I don't I don't go to, like, coffee shops as, as much as I used to, but there were definitely, like, portions of my life, especially on the road, like, when I'm touring. Like That's what I was wondering. It's, like, the best spot. It's, like, oh, we've got a, a show at 8 a.m. and then a show at, like, 1 p.m. And it's, like, oh, look at this nice, like, local mm-hmm. coffee shop and or, like, this nice, like, Starbucks or Dunkin' or like depending where you are in the country and it's like it's such a great place to like have a cup of coffee and a sandwich and just like use the internet and like (laughs) yeah that's that's what I kind of was getting at because I feel like on the road and being on the go like be kind of fun to just see all the local coffee shops and in the I think that would be kind of cool so that's that's awesome kind of a good place to regroup and Yeah. yeah there's some there's some really cool ones out there I think this one's closed now but um, the favorite, my favorite coffee shop ever on the road was called IDK Coffee. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Coffee? <laughs> um, and it was in Archdale, North Carolina. So it's like just outside of, um, like the Piedmont Triad. So just outside of like, uh, High Point and Winston-Salem and, uh, that area cool. up there. Um, but it was just like this old house and it was like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, this commune that these people lived in who, like, worked in the coffee shop. So, like, the bottom floor was the coffee shop, and then upstairs there was always, like, a string of people, like, coming and going from upstairs all the time. And it was cool, though. It was, like, just, like, laid out, like, coffee bar right in the front, and then couches, and there was a room that just had, like, vintage video games set up on a TV in there. Yeah, like, an old Super Nintendo and Nintendo set up on a TV, and Mm -hmm. it was cool, yeah. There was a dog that just wandered around the coffee shop. It was good. Oh, I love all those things. Yeah, that sounds like a fun place. See, I would love that. Yeah. I love coffee shops and seeing such a, a communal thing is a coffee shop. Yeah. You know, you get to know the locals and it's not like a bunch of drunks. It's not like a bar. Yeah. But <laughs> bars are fun too. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the right time and place. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, I had another question, but now I don't remember. Did you? Oh, did you document any of your travels? Like pictures or writings or... Um, I've got some pictures from different tours and stuff like that, and yeah, I mean, kind of the age we live in now, where it's yeah. just kind of like stuff just gets documented on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah I've got a bunch of memories and stuff like that, and de- definitely some show pictures from different tours and cool. that kind of stuff too. So that's so cool. I always feel like it'd be a fun documentary, but it might be too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> could piece it together. Yeah. I could make someone else do a documentary That's about what I'm saying. themselves. Someone's yeah. doing it, yeah, yeah, who plans on traveling for a while. Yeah. Do like a little documentary and talk about the company. You know, is that what everyone's doing now? Put it on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Cause it, now, do you guys have like a filming, like a everything, like a videographer and like we a do. whole production and people yeah, so, who do lighting? Yep. So we're like, we're a small but mighty staff, so it's just kind of, there. there's not a ton of us, but uh, we do have a, a video team, uh, Morgan and Seth, who do a lot of our video stuff. Okay. Morgan is uh, our head of video, so she's great at 
she does all the lighting too, and she's um, our head videographer and does all the editing and stuff too. And then Seth is uh, does a lot of our sound, does all of our sound, and does a lot of the like extra building and like backs up Morgan and editing and stuff too. So they do a lot of work. They do a ton of work. Because you're talking about two people that is a work of like four or five. Yeah. Dang, they must be busy. They're very busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just do photography, and I know I know yeah. how that is. I have yeah. But I think we're finally all, knock on wood, caught up for the fall, so yeah. they can hopefully catch up on their other stuff yeah. <laughs> at this point. But yeah, because the, the way we've been doing video stuff is we've got different marketing videos we're doing, of course, for different things. But with the live streams, we're also doing uh, a video series for each of those industries. So we did a set of six videos for the energy conservation stuff, and we did six videos for electrical safety and six for water and six for uh, natural gas safety. And then mm -hmm. uh, we did some, we shot part of some at Birdhouse and yeah. um, recorded those. And those are for um, a high school show that's a show about cooking and careers in cooking and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And then... Yeah, uh, I was going to ask about that. That was one of my next questions. Sorry if I... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, but can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, so, so you did a, um, a video at the birdhouse in their kitchen, and it's for high schoolers about, so it's about a career in, um, I'll let you yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah so, so the, <laughs> yeah. the one we shot at birdhouse, we did uh, parts of two videos there. One we did in, in the dining room, and we did, cool. it was like a family going out to eat, and it was kind of, the the daughter was learning about all the careers in in like the restaurant field. So okay. she learned about like being a chef or being like a, a sales rep for an appliance company mm -hmm. and uh, different stuff like that. And then we did one that was actually back in the kitchen and that one was kind of more about cooking. So that one was about the this guy who was a vegetarian who was learning, who as a kid learned that you can cook vegetables to be delicious and they don't just have to be like mush that comes out of a can. Cool, yeah. That's really cool. Was that the one where there was like broccoli coming out of yeah. the fridge? <laughs> I saw that picture. So really that was funny. like the broccoli that like haunted him since he was a child. <laughs> so you guys make stuff comical. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the first part of that video with, with the child in that one. So I've been in a couple of the videos we've done recently That's awesome. too. Yeah. So. So your guys' thing is, it's it's um, lighthearted and kind of fun way of education. Is that what how you would describe it? Or yeah, when I'm whenever I'm talking to like potential actors, I always tell them that they're twenty five minute comedies that we do basically, okay. but like they're comedies that teach something. So it'll be a fun show, and they're always like fun themed, like like I was saying, like aliens or space or cowboys yeah. or superheroes or the circus or fairy tales or video games or whatever. And they're, yeah, just fun comedy shows, and we put a bunch of jokes in them, but hiding in the jokes is stuff that is good for eight-year-olds to know. That's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Now, who writes this? Uh, all of us on staff kind of take turns writing stuff. A lot of the videos recently have been written by Frank Maciel and John Taylor, who are like our two head writers mm -hmm. on our staff, but... The touring shows, a lot of us have written them. I've written two or three of our touring shows now. Wow. Um, so it's like almost everybody works together, too. Yeah. Do you, guys, do you guys sit around and, like, talk about ideas and, like... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when whenever we need like a new show, we've got a, a big catalog of shows, obviously, because we've been around for over 40 years at this point. Yeah. Um, but when we need like a new show, we kind of all get in a room together and we like write up pitches. So everyone pitches like their idea for the show and then we decide which one we like best and then either the person that pitched it or whoever has the most time writes that show. So Fun. I've written I've written one before that was like my pitch and that like I wrote completely from like start to finish. And then uh, I wrote one that was like a combination of uh, John Taylor's pitch and my pitch. It was like his pitch and then like my villain for the show. And then like <laughs> I wrote out the show and stuff. So it's cool. That's so cool. I yeah. love that collaborative yeah. thing too. Because I bet you guys are all just creative and doing this a long time. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. You're, like, famous. <laughs> I'm famous in certain pockets of North Carolina and Ohio. Yeah, wow. <laughs> where I've toured hundreds and hundreds of shows. <laughs> that's so cool. That is so... You guys kind of seem to be a theme of, like, environmental. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd, okay. I'd say that, yeah. So just kind of... We've done, in the past, we've done recycling shows and, like, anti-smoking shows and stuff like cool. that. But um, as our... As our CEO says, she says, well, we did too good of a job with our recycling and anti-smoking shows, so we don't need those shows anymore. So, <laughs> uh. but yeah, we, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of it right now is kind of environmental stuff. So okay. a lot, the main thing we do is energy conservation and then, mm -hmm. um, secondary would kind of be like water pollution and then like electrical safety and stuff too. That's so cool. So I feel like you guys can really change the world. You're touching like young generation that... Can really yeah yeah that's kind of kind of the goal is to start them start them young start with them young. with good habits and get them get them in the habit of saving energy and doing their part and sure. trying to preserve the resources we have i love that you guys are all about the like yeah everything about your company is good you know it's like um now do you who founded it uh the founder is ward eames and okay. he, he started the company um, in 78, I think. Oh, wow. And I think he was still in college at the time and founded the company. And he, he just stepped down this year. And his, his wife, Margaret, is now the CEO. And his mm -hmm. son, Eddie, works at the company, too. And cool. So, yeah, it's a little family company. Family company. Yeah. So why did he start it? What was the purpose? Was he a theater background or was he... He was, he was a theater background, and he wanted to be able to do these things to bring these shows and make these changes. The theater was originally called Small Change Theater, mm -hmm. um, so just to make small changes and that make a big difference and be able to bring these shows to, to kids, so yeah. That's great. Did he have a passion for children, or is there anything there? Uh, I think he's just kind of a, a natural entertainer, so I think he really okay. wanted to be able to use his charisma to bring these great messages to kids all across the country and starting here in the Twin Cities and then spreading out over the last 40-some years. Cool. Is it really cheesy, like, um, kind of like, you know, this, you know, the cheesy educational shows they see on TV? Uh, do you guys get, like, that silly and goofy and... Uh, I, I try not to have, have my actors when I direct be, be too cheesy, just kind of, I've always found that, like, especially kids, Cringy. yeah, kids nowadays just like, <laughs> don't respond to that. It's yeah. just like, they're, they respond much better. Like kids are so much more sophisticated than like when we were kids, they have so much more access to everything. Like the, all the world's information is like in their pockets and like 
just like they are very aware of what's going on in the world so just like speaking to them like humans and just like giving them like the respect that you want from them I feel is just like the best thing you can yeah. do and speak to them on their level and not yeah. not being the uh, as we call it the happy fun time performer where your oh, yeah. hands on your knees like hey guys are you ready for a show today yes that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking um, and is it different when you're like directing actors for like elementary school and then you do have the high schoolers like I'm sure there are different ways yeah yeah absolutely yeah so yeah I mean you can you can be a little cheesier with with eight-year-olds than you can with a 17-year-old because yeah I mean especially when you're doing a high school show it's very much like you you are on their level especially Mm -hmm. when I'm hiring 22 23 24 year old actors it's like you are the same age group like there's five years between you like yeah so it's it's very much like talking to them like peers and being like hey you are the up-and-coming generation you are the generation that can make a difference here are some things that you can do in your daily life and activism you can take to help the planet and help your community to establish and be a better, more sustainable place. Cool. That's so cool. Did they respond well, the teenagers? Do you ever, do you do live stream with them where you can see their reaction or is it just more videos that you send out? Uh, right now we're doing, we're doing live streams with them. We've got, um, we have done a couple tours, like live person tours with them in the past, and they, they respond pretty well. Yeah, they're they do. they're okay. they're very respectful. I mean, they're like when you get to high school, I think you're in a better place than when you're in middle school to just kind of like absorb information. Like, it's it's hard to be a middle schooler. I think. Yeah. As as Difficult. my friend Becky, who's in right now for rehearsal, she says. It's it's hard to be it's hard to be a middle schooler. They don't even like themselves. It's hard to get them to like anything else. I'm like, oh, that's that's a whole mood. It's just like it's just a tough time to be like. It is. It's to hardest. be 14. You know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I did my time. Yeah. Oh yeah, we all did. I don't think I would ever trade it for anything to go back. No, nope. yeah. I'd never want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. So do you do you think that middle schoolers have like a almost like sassy response ever like during the videos or or not really um i think they do sometimes but it's just one of those things where it's like at that age you're trying to figure out who you are so it's just kind of you have to give them more rope give them more leadway and just Mm -hmm. kind of understand where they're coming from where their like brains and bodies are changing a bunch and it's just it's a tough time yeah so you're kind of like a teacher almost you're an educator so um do you what kind of questions do you guys get or like what kind of questions do you ask the kids when you do these yeah so when we when we do the live streams a lot of the questions we ask are just kind of um going back over some of the stuff they just saw in the videos so it's just kind of like oh here's a multiple choice question what'd you get here or it's like a prompt and it's like can you think of one way that you or someone you live with is wasting energy or like something like that or name three ways that you're gonna that you can think of to save energy at school or at home this week or something like that so like that's you let them answer yep and then so they they write those down or that and then they can send us in questions too and we have a time at the end of the show where we can like read questions anyone has like um what are some of the ones we get all the time like just questions about like is it does this waste energy or like what's this and mm-hmm. just different definitions of different items or cool. they're just commenting things a lot of the times that 
Rachel, I really like your hair. And it's just like, oh, that's nice. I'll, I'll tell Rachel that. I'll pass that along to Oh her. my gosh, that's yeah. cute. <laughs> that sounds like a middle school or high school. <laughs> I don't know, all ages. That's really cute. Yeah. A lot of love for Rachel on the on the live stream, Rachel? which is good. Yeah, she's our she's our main energy conservation elementary school live stream host. She's been with oh. us like since we started in last fall. So she's the one I work with like day to day most of the time when I'm teching the streams and stuff. She so. must be really good with the kids. She's great. Yeah, really, she's yeah. she's a great host and charming. She's very charming and yeah. she's very good on camera. She's a great theater actor too, but she's very good on camera and very very personable. So she's great at the gig. Cool. Now, do you kind of have the same crew that you work with? We do, yeah. So this this fall, um, I've got nine live stream hosts that I've got, and I think only one of them is someone brand new who's never done anything for us before. So I've got oh, okay. uh, four people who came in who have done videos for us before, so they're mm -hmm. going to host live streams for the first time. And three of them have already started, and one of them started rehearsal today. And then... Um, four or five that have hosted over the last year and hosted a bunch of stuff for us before so very cool yeah that's so it sounds like the people who work there kind of stay there that's the goal yeah yeah do you I, plan on leaving ever you plan on having a future with them you really like it i like it here yeah I'd, I'd like to stay in some facet for for a long time yeah very cool yeah it sounds like a really good job and you seem to really like it yeah it's fun you guys are doing good things for the world yeah yeah i mean it's great to be able to make a difference as cheesy as that sounds make a difference in like kids lives and in the world and then also though it's like really nice to like build and maintain the relationships with actors from all over the country and yeah. keep up with them and be able to provide them with decent paying work and stuff and all that stuff too and keep them in my circle and watch after them yeah you it sounds like your job you have to stay organized i do yeah like self-organized yeah so do you work in the office or do you work at home more I work in the office. I've got, uh, especially when we're doing live streams, because I'm day to day running a bunch of the live streams and stuff like that. And then as company manager, just making sure everyone else has what they need and everyone else is there on time and just kind of keeping up with everyone. But yeah, a lot of my, my files and headshots and stuff are in yeah. a drawer, in a drawer at work and all through my email and stuff. So that it, sounds like a lot. It is. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. So yeah, like, <laughs> what do you, do you have a shredder? Do you have to shred stuff? Uh, yeah, we have a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, do you shred, like, personal files after you're like, nope, that's not going to work? That's, or is it usually all digital and, like... Uh, a lot of it's digital, but, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, some... some I, I find some forms from, like, old stuff, and I'm like, oh, this this shouldn't be here. Let yeah. me let me go shred this real quick. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I always feel like, yeah, with that kind of work. Yeah. But how do you... How many hours do you work? Uh, it depends. Usually 40 to... 50 but you know 40, so, 40 to 50 hours i feel like okay yeah just a, not too bad just a full-time job yeah. yeah some some weeks are like real busy weeks where we're building a bunch of stuff or we've got like double rehearsals in or something like that that end up being longer weeks well, but yeah that's not too bad of a gig yeah um and how do you stay organized how do you do it sometimes better than others um <laughs> um yeah, I, I just kind of have to like keep a list for myself and like know what's coming coming down next. And I've got a giant whiteboard that I keep a lot of notes on and stuff. So I have lists on lists on lists on my on my whiteboard at work that I okay. am like, oh, these are the things I need to do today. So and you can just see it when you walk in. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice. It's in the room where I, I do live streams a lot. So I just like between live streams, I just like look at my board and like, what do I need to do today? Yeah. 
It's, I, I'm always so curious on how people stay organized because I have a problem myself to do that. So I was going to say, if, this, you, yeah. if you looked at my desk, you would think I'm the least organized person. But really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a mess right now. It's but an organized mess. Yeah, I know where everything is. That's, yeah. Okay, that's what I always <laughs> say to people because I think I'll look at my desk and be like, oh, everything's so organized. Then all people walk in and be like, wow, you don't clean much, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, in my head, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, that's cool. So you, and how do you stay, like, how do you stay sharp and, like, motivated and, like, healthy for your work? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, loaded question. <laughs> whew, huh. um, yeah, I think for me, like a lot of it is just kind of like being a nurturer and like wanting to take care of other people. So like I know that like I need to do certain things to like take care of my people who like are important to me. So I know that like I have to stay on top of my stuff because if I don't, that like negatively affects the people that work model. for me. <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I think good people are hard to find, so when you find good people, you need to take care of them as much as you can. So that's kind of, like, where I come from. It's like, oh, these are, like, my people, and these are good people, so, like, I'm going to do everything in my power to, like, get them what they need and take care of them and help them the next steps and wherever they're going and give them good references when they're ready to move on and all that stuff. Cool. Do you... Are your hobbies, like... um theater things like do you go to theaters working in the industry or is that like too much for you because you're in it (laughs) it gets to be kind of too much for me at times yeah it's just kind of like I don't know it's at the end of the day it's like oh I just did theater for 50 hours this week like I don't know (laughs) it's not it's not like I don't feel the urge to go out and like see a lot of theater which is a shame sometimes because it's like something I'd, I'd like to do but it's just kind of like I don't know, it's when when whatever it is is your job, it's just kind of hard to get it's, into it a lot of the time, I think. Ask a chef if they cook at home. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's what I was wondering. Um that's cool. Well yeah. Awesome. I think I honestly asked everything I wanted to. Cool. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, I don't think so, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. This oh, was fun. Thanks for having me, yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. I know I talked to you before I even had the podcast. Yeah. I was like, that would be so cool, and yeah. <laughs> Good night, and thank you for listening to Excelsior.